entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 389. And it's Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. Wait, you said December 21st? It is. It's almost Christmas. It is so hard to believe that it's almost Christmas. I know. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. So, uh, some things we have to do is we have to go back and, and recap last week's episode for mm-hmm. some corrections. I don't know. Do you think there were more corrections to make since I wasn't wait, wait, on wait. the podcast? This is Ruben trying to prove that he's actually not replaceable. Our goal uh, last week, right, was to prove that Ruben is replaceable, but he decided that he has to prove that he's not replaceable. Right. So, go for it, I mean, That was actually the biggest error, just give not us, having me on the podcast. Give us your best shot at proving why you're actually essential to this podcast. You didn't know what Louising means, and she's your wife. How is that possible? Uh, it was, uh, in case you listeners also don't remember what Louising is, it was yeah. a very subtle... I remember when I said it in two episodes prior... Mm-hmm. There was so much. You racket. said something about pulling a Louisa, right? Yeah, pulling a Louisa. You're, you're right. Thanks for correcting me there. Um, and I said it so subtly, and I didn't get the chuckle I was expecting. So mm. I assumed you guys never even heard me say it. I didn't, which, which I guess didn't. is the case. But your wife Louisa did. I mean, obviously she, she did. Commented. So what is pulling a Louisa? Um, Jeff, you have you obviously know right now. Layton, you still have no idea what pulling a Louisa is. Correct. All right. This goes back a few episodes before when Jeff and Louisa were doing the podcast by themselves. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. And no, no. No. It goes it doesn't go back that far. You're right. You were just talking about Louisa's storytelling. Yeah, it was the storytelling episode. Yeah. Which by the way is golden if you want to learn how to tell good stories. It is. Yeah, we really we really dissected the art of storytelling. That's gonna be our infographic. We'll make a little infographic and charge ten dollars for it. Mm, I like that. How to tell a story. Anyway, <sighs> Louisa gets to the punchline too quick. So that's pulling a Louisa oh. is, is basically putting the cart before the horse or the mm. punchline before. Hmm. No, it's telling the end before the beginning. That's actually what it is. Yeah, but that's what a punchline is as well. Mm. Or, well, I guess Except it's a not, joke. It's not it's a not, joke That's for a joke, and this isn't necessarily funny. Yeah. But anyways. All right. Do we Although have I will say that Louisa has gotten better. And when it's a story... Well, isn't it hard to understand a story if you hear the ending first? Well, she says that... Because there's no context. Well, that's not, she doesn't say the ending first. She just says the ending too quickly. To get to the other side. Yeah. Why did the chicken cross the road? <laughs> <laughs> well done. Confused? No, no, it's like instead of so saying... So is the chicken. It's, in, instead of saying, why did the chicken ro- cross the road to get to the other side, you just say, the chicken crossed the road to get to the other side. And you miss the whole point of the, st- the storytelling. Oh, you like say the punchline as part of the story. Yeah. And the reader is never drawn into it. There's no suspense. Yeah. It's like you're telling an event. You're you're telling of an event, but but skipping the suspenseful part of the story. There's there's no drama. Yeah. Oh, there's dramatizing tons of drama on this podcast. All right. Well, but but I will say that Louisa has gotten better uh, since since this podcast. aspect of her storytelling has been called out. Hmm. I've well, noticed at least done? some improvement. How do you know, Jeff? Well, I've been married to her for two and a half years. I know, and, but is she constantly just telling you stories? 
Uh, she's telling other people's stories, and I'm listening in. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so I guess, yeah, I guess you would know. So, and it also matters, like, how many times you have told a story. You mean because... Like, uh, the repetition in telling a story... Well, so once you have a good story, if you tell it over and over again, you get better at it mm-hmm. each time. Because you can gauge your listeners' responses. Anyways, we're getting into the weeds. Ah, oh, Jeff's in the weeds. All right, let's uh, see what feedback we've got this week. I don't think we got anything on Patreon. Um, by the way, as a Christmas gift, if you want to give us a Christmas gift, support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash French Press Podcast. Give the gift that keeps on giving. It does keep on giving. And there are if some pretty low monthly. options. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are some budget-friendly, wallet-friendly uh, options for giving a small percentage of your paycheck to us to help support uh, just you know paying for web hosting, um, podcasting equipment, that kind of stuff. I mean, don't people often say you can't buy happiness? But you actually can kind of buy happiness when you support the French Press podcast. That's right, you can. Well, we are happiness. I prefer to call it's more like a necessity or like an obligation. I think by them becoming a patron, they're agreeing to pay us for having shared custody of their ears. Hmm. The fact of the matter it's is... It's almost like a tax. Ear support. They're paying us for the gift that we're giving them, but the fact of the matter is, guys, if we're serious, we don't deserve anything. Well... <laughs> uh, I'm looking at our, too much our messages, and my mother actually answered the question about what is pulling a Louisa. She said, uh, it's giving away the story before the punchline. So... Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mother, for messaging the group and answering that question. That's impressive that she knew that. Shows how, I mean, some people are paying attention to what's being said on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that's all that we've got. That's all the feedback for this week. Christmas is coming up. Um, Leighton, I've been promising, unrelated to Christmas, I've been promising people a story about fire. Oh, and I've been promising it for a month. Oh, people are probably getting tired. I've, I've been promising it in the emails I've been sending out to people when I've been saying, "Hey, we're skipping the podcast this week, but make sure you come back because next week I'm never going to have a story." Well, that's because it's in the email that that our subscribers get if they want to be notified when we have so new podcasts. How in order to fully get this podcast, dot com slash subscribe. Not only oh. do you have to subscribe to Patreon, you also are required to fill up your email inbox with junk. It's not. It's junk. not junk if it's, it's not... treasure. One man's junk mail is another man's treasure mail. Spam. No wait. <laughs> Listen. All that you're sent is when we release a new episode, or if we're skipping, we also let you know. And so for about two no, or that three, is nice. For about two or three emails, I've been saying, "Hey, we're skipping this week, but next week." Make sure to tune in because Lane's going to tell a story about fire. someone's yeah about fire fire. Someone got fired. No, a different kind of fire. Fire with a flame. <sighs> yeah, yeah, we got a uh, fire with a flame coming up. We just watched Home Alone last night, my wife and I, for the first time. <clears throat> for her, for the first time. For oh, me, you've, like, you've, I'm sure you've time. watched it many times. Yeah, yeah, but you look like a McCulloch Culkin. Speaking fan. of. 
fire, the, the one guy does get blowtorched on the head. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that until this time when I saw it. Did he run around like his hair was on fire? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just that, have to that is it. that is a saying, right? Run around like your hair was on fire. Uh, I don't think so. I've been I've been testing it with different people, and it seems I'm the only person that's familiar with this idiom. Yeah, you are the only person, and if you are the only person, I did not make this up. That doesn't. I no, I think it's running around like your pants are on fire. Oh no, that's if you're not telling the truth. Liar, liar, like your hair is on fire. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. What? <laughs> Well, uh, let's Googling. go with mixed. Uh, what, what's here, mixed metaphor? Even, even Google suggested it. <clears throat> I did run around like your hair lyrics, hair cut, hairs on fire. Okay. So it is a thing. <clears throat> I don't, I don't running know. around with hair on fire idioms. Oh. The free dictionary. Running around like a chicken with his hair on fire. I'm just trying to mix metaphors here, and it's not, that one. That definitely was, that, that, that the more good. the more popular one is most definitely like a chicken with your head cut off, with its head cut off. I know, but the way I said it is actually more relevant to today's story. Mm. Yeah. It is. I love how we're 12 minutes in and still not. Like, uh, no story is actually even story. I'm just trying to, like, <laughs> nudge Leighton towards the story. Yeah, so I got a story. Oh, thanks. That includes mm. fire. Ta-da! The fire was the punchline. You yep. ruined it, Ruben. That did cross my mind. <laughs> uh, I got my one, my, my my one sound effect in. So, oh man, this is probably this was over a month ago because you've been teasing teasing this story for over a month. <laughs> but over a month ago, uh, we had an incident at the Yoder household, and. Which the the one that we're at, or the or your your Yoder household, my Yoder household, like those of my immediate household. In my house, there was an incident. Okay. My wife and I's house. We were at home. We had just finished supper, and my wife had made soup, and she used I I think they're called I think it's called a Dutch oven. It's like, I, I don't know if a it's big porcelain. Pot. A big pot. Is it a porcelain pot? Mm, cast iron usually, maybe? No, this isn't cast iron, but it's really heavy. No, it's like coated cast iron. Oh, oh maybe. Maybe. We just got one. It's really heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, she made soup in this pot, and there was some some of the meat and, and vegetables and things burned to the bottom of the pot. So after supper, she put she she put water into this soup bowl, this soup pot, and put it on the stove and cranked the the flame on high mm-hmm. to boil the water so as to loosen said burnt things mm-hmm. caked to the bottom of the pot. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, I had I was planning on smoking some ribs the next day. So, I think this was on a Friday night. So, I, uh, I get the three racks of ribs out, put them on a, on a cookie sheet, and then I'm about to start doing the seasoning prep on these ribs. Are you, 
I did. I, I'm a little surprised to find you're smoking ribs. I, I mean, it's not that I don't think you're not manly enough to, you know, be into preparing meat. I know you have a, a Green Mountain grill of some sort. Yep. Um, and I know you kind of nerd out on that, but for some reason, smoking ribs. I don't know. It just seems like that doesn't just, seem like a latent thing to do. No, and I don't know why. I don't know, Jeff. What do you think? Well, he smoked something for us before. What did he smoke for us before? I forget. I, I made those uh, <clears throat> chicken. Oh, chicken. Yeah, I made those those uh, drumsticks. Yeah, my uh, sriracha honey lime drumsticks. Yeah, that was really good. Those were really good. I don't know, Layton. Maybe it's because ribs. It seems I know what it is. It seems too complicated. No. Oh, ribs is a fat man's meat. It's too Johnny-ish. No, I'm don't, serious. Don't you dare go there. I don't know which. I don't know if you're trying to mirror to Jeff. Both. <laughs> That's what the problem. You're too skinny to smoke ribs. I'm working on it. Okay, I'm trying. I'm packing the pounds. Okay. I just don't right, you Rudy. worry. My body is deteriorating. I I think chicken of, is a lean meat, and and that like, yeah, that makes sense. Ribs. No, I, I'm. It's I think, too fatty. I think it's I'm, a fat thinking, man's meat. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of your. Okay, so you look at the the average. Video of, of a guy smoking ribs, and you're right. It's just a it's just a chunky guy. Yeah, and 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 that's like a testament to the quality of food that he produces. It is, and you know that if you watch a video with a fat guy, yeah, cooking something, yep. you know it's good. Yep, because he can't stop himself. He can't like. <clears throat> if it wasn't good, he wouldn't be fat. He's around delicious food. Too much, and he knows and what he's talking because about because he's the one making the food. And yeah. if you if you if you see a skinny guy saying saying, "Oh, this is how you smoke some ribs," you're just like no credibility. Yeah. So Dude, wait, you you obviously don't eat what you make, or whatever you make isn't good enough that you eat too much. So yeah, you, you eat too little. Let me let let's think about this here. By that logic, if a fat if if a fat if person is obese it's a sign that they're a good cook yes there's a little truth to it yeah May, well maybe not even truth but there's a little perception to it well let's try to okay, apply okay. that to other fields no no no, no. Okay. Hang, hang on hang on hang on <laughs> it's not a, it's not a mark that they're guaranteedly a good cook it's that they generally have a good taste in food and if they cook then their their taste their perception of what they cook is is very meticulous. If that makes sense, yeah. Okay. Because people that read a lot, you assume that they know books. So people that eat too much, you assume that they know more about food. Yeah. No, that's like assuming like oh that person has reading glasses that he wears a lot. Or oh wait 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 no sorry. That person has an indent on their nose, thus they're probably heavy readers. Mm. Something like that. Because well, they the probably wear, wear reading, reading glasses, glasses is to read. No, sometimes you wear it just to make so that your eyes aren't damaged by your computer monitors. Mm. I wear reading glasses. I mean, I think they'd be considered reading glasses just to see my computer screen more clearly. No, they help. They assist you. Are they a prescription? In seeing clearly, 
like, did you go to the eye doctor yes. and get a prescription? Their, their prescription, and what did you say, Layton? Just in general, they help me see things more clearly? Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're not just like, like... They're not just I, for reading. I think that reading glasses are strictly just magnifiers. Yes. Oh, they are. Oh, really? No, I agree with you. Okay, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. But I, so prescription glasses are like specific lenses that make things de-blurred. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the, Reading the, glasses the do I've nothing had. to improve your eyesight. <laughs> they just make it bigger. Okay. Yeah. Now, so by by this logic that, oh, an obese person is probably a good cook or yet knows what good food tastes like, do we think the same thing? Like if you see a very, very uh, slender person who has eyes very sunken in, uh, face is kind of flushed, washed out, very like scrawny, looks very weak and feeble, and like eyes are bloodshot. I would say he knows a lot about cooking meth. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you're like, wow, I bet that person knows really good drugs. <laughs> so if I would want drugs, I should probably ask that person. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, the same with a drunkard. If you see someone stumbling around, like, oh, they probably know where the good alcohol is. Yeah. At least the or most what? intoxicating. Yeah, the heavy stuff. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so with a drunk person, a person that, that's, that doesn't drink much uh, or at all uh-huh. doesn't know whether a drink is good or not. Like, you have to have drank a lot in order to know whether this specific brand of whiskey Just is, like is good. You would have had to drink a a large variety. Yes. Yeah. Which implies drinking a lot or drinking a, a moderate amount. Well, you could, you could be like swishing it around and then spit it into a bucket. You could. So as to not become intoxicated. You could. And there are people that do that, I'm sure. Yeah, they do it at wine tastings. Really? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they they spit they, it out. They swish it around and they spit it out so that they don't become intoxicated and that they can continue on sampling oh, different man. wines. Mm-hmm. They just want to experience the wine. They don't Flavor. actually interesting. So it's be yeah. like chewing food and then just spitting it out. Hmm. Well, well, but food. I mean, at some point you're, you're you are doing gluttony, but food won't intoxicate you. I know, but if... if it you, won't take away your ability you, to taste. But you can only eat so much. Yeah. is what I'm saying. If you'd be like right. doing a cheese tasting or... Uh, rib, well, they uh, but, have but cheese I, at the wine especially tasting. Especially like rib tasting. Like ribs, that's meaty. It's that's fatty. A, it's a fatty... It's a fatty man's meat! If you'd be trying to sample like 20 different ribs, there's no way you could like actually eat but all it, those 20 ribs. I think right. I could. <clears throat> One bite. Yeah. 20 bites. Yeah. I it's hard to spit 20 out food. 20 bites isn't too much. It's much harder to spit out food than it is to spit out a liquid. Agreed. And it's also grosser. Yes, but um, spitting out anything is gross. Yeah, but spitting out a liquid, it comes out the same way in the same format that it came in. But food doesn't. Yeah, you have to chew it to, to who, who, And who wants to carry around Can you imagine how that bucket, bucket would look? Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're doing a rib tasting I tell you what, and still, passing around a bucket and uh, people are like... Uh, like It still wouldn't be as gross mulching as it tobacco up. chew spit. Oh, for sure Actually, not. it would be about the same because you have the sauce, you have, like, the sweet baby rays no. and the honey. <laughs> no, tobacco, no. tobacco chew spit is... There's actually... Tobacco <laughs> chew... Yeah, that is the 
the worst thing. But okay, <laughs> but if you someone have someone with really nasty spit, teeth, probably could tell you what good tobacco is. <laughs> <laughs> tobacco juice spit, you can at least pour it out and rinse it. But if it was if it was spit up food, spit out food, you have to like probably it's probably some of it's dried and caked on. You'd have to scrape it. Well, you have to yeah. pressure wash it. But the problem with pressure washing it, it comes right back into your face. Right back at you. And you're covered by already chewed ribs, a fatty man's meat. All right. <laughs> so we came full circle, back to the ribs. You're smoking ribs. Oh, yeah. I actually forgot about the story. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I, am, I, I, am, I was getting out different spices and different seasonings for... The ribs. And we have a cabinet. It's like a drawer cabinet. Um, is it a cabinet, a cabinet or a cupboard? What's the difference between those, those two? Hmm. Cabinet or cupboard? A cupboard is up high. Cabinet is down low. I think a cupboard is just a cabinet in the kitchen. Yeah, I think a cupboard is just a single piece of a cabinet that- Kitchen cabinets is like the whole thing. A cabinet could have a drawer in it, but a cupboard. A, cu- a cupboard is as a, a shelf. Mm-mm. A cupboard is a kind of cabinet. I'm not sure there's a difference. Yeah, there, I, I I think I'm right. There's some person that works okay. at Air Cupboard that is so <laughs> well, angry. This makes right it now. even worse. <laughs> this makes it even worse. It's listening to a this. cabinet is a cupboard with shelves or drawers. A cabinet is a cupboard. And let's let's look. Let's see if this is a circular thing. The term "cupboard" was originally used to describe an open shelved <laughs> side table for displaying dish dishware, more specifically, plates, cups, saucers. Oh no! No, here here we are. A cupboard is a cabinet or small recess with a door and typically shelves. So it's the same thing. Well, You're Google synonymous. says a cabinet is a cupboard, and a cupboard is a cabinet. What I'm deducing is that a cupboard doesn't have drawers, but a cabinet might have drawers. Anyways. Anyways, so we had a cabinet, a law, it's it's the height of our uppers, our upper cabinets. It's the same height. Mm -hmm. Okay? And when you pull it, it pulls out as a drawer. And it has three shelves Ooh. in that. And that's where we keep all oh, the like spices. A spice. So it's like a, a long, skinny one. Yes. It's like a long, skinny, a tall, skinny drawer. Yes. Yeah. But that is, that has shelves. Yeah. So it's a drawer nut. It's a, you know what? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> okay, so, so, so this dr- upper, this drawer nut is right is it's just offset from the stove, mm-hmm. just offset, so that it's within good reaching distance. Oh, for sure, it's really nice actually. Uh, so we I open I opened that and got out some spices, mm-hmm. and my son was sitting on the counter. Mm-hmm. Which and son? Leo, the two my 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 two year old son. Okay, he's not quite two, but it's close. He'll be two at the beginning of January. It's coming up. Ooh. Need to get him a Christmas gift and a birthday gift. Because mm. mm. you have to dif- differentiate the two. 
Mm-hmm. You dare not give a Christmas gift and a birthday gift combined. Mm. It's not allowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stands up on the counter and reaches up in order to get spices and things out of the drawer nut. Okay? Mm-hmm. And he, so it's, he's standing up, he's facing the drawer nut, mm-hmm. and also facing the boiling pot of water. Which is on the other side of the drawer nut from him. Correct. He falls forward. Oh, no. Into the drawer nut. He falls towards the drawer nut. And as he f- slips forward and falls, he rolls up into a ball. Mm-hmm. As we all do. Wow. So did you see this happen, like, just, like, in slow motion, kind of? Uh, <clears throat> sort of. It's just interesting. I turned as he was falling. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's just interesting at the, 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 the uh, what did you call it? Like, the curl, the curl move. Oh, yeah. I think it's very common. Is instincts? I think so. Okay. It's like, like, a child is like, oh, trouble. Go into f- the, the, the fetal position. Fetal position. Okay. It's like, oh. I think as an adult, if you would do that, it's hard to tell whether you would get more or less hurt. Well, think about it. If you, you'll get less hurt if... Your if, footprint if is smaller. E- if it's easier to roll. Yeah. Versus skidding. But I think you would hit your head. But you have... Well, you would definitely f- roll on your head. You're trying to make sure that you don't lose any appendages. Mm. Yeah, because if yeah, they're out enough. and you're rolling, like they can yeah, easily you could, get severed. You could yeah. probably lose a hand or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you try to fit your your head in there too. You try to make yourself. The yeah, if you would put your arms possible. above your head, that would be the perfect way to do it. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> what they actually do at the uh, uh, on airplanes for mm. a crash landing. That's right. You're supposed to curl up, get, tuck all your appendages in. Don't lose a hand. Anyway, save that hand, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> so he 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 curls up into the f- the fetal position, and as he does that, his head bumps the uh the pot, oh. which sloshes the boiling water. Okay, so he he went fell below the drawer nut. Correct onto the pot. Correct, and then. Because the water, what happens when water boils over? It comes out of the pot. Yeah. yeah. And then the flames, like, really kick up. Yeah. Is this a, the gas, a, burner. a gas, this is a gas stove, not yeah. an electric? Correct. And so with his head being right there by the burner, in like a split second, his entire head is on fire. Like, his hair is burning. It, it was like, in a split second, it's like, it's like, whoop, hair's on fire. Wow. That's it. <laughs> wow. So, And so I immediately, like, we're both, me and my wife are right there in the kitchen. I pick like him how, up. How many steps are you away from Leo? Two. Okay. May, maybe three. Okay. Maybe three. Yeah, three, three steps. And I pick him up, and I blow his hair out. It's, it's like smoking. Wow. And, and then I immediately take him uh, over to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I turn on the, the water in the bathtub and mm-hmm. put his head underneath there and try to like cool his, cool his head down. 
Mm-hmm. And like at this point, I'm thinking like he's gonna be so deformed, like or, like there's gonna be just he's gonna be so scarred from this. Like I don't know how much is gonna be left of him. Like, so 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 like emotionally or or physically. I was thinking physically. physically. Yeah, physically he's gonna like. So his hair was like really on fire. Oh yeah, there like, were how, flames. How tall were the flames? Like like it, it was it was like it was as tall as. The stove flames, like oh, yeah. it was just wow on his head. So like, and you're holding up like two and a half inches. Oh yeah, yeah. it was just it was just on fire, mm-hmm. and it was just burning. It was burning, and uh, so we get the fire out. We we uh, get water on his head, and then uh, we we assess what all happened, mm-hmm. and. We determine we we are able to deduce that he only has two burns. Actually, I technically kind of three. So there's like two spots on his forehead mm-hmm. on the at the front, mm-hmm. two spots on his forehead, and then there's one kind of on the side towards the back of his mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. Those are the only I guess three burns <clears throat> there, and the one on the side of his head is barely there. <clears throat> and then we realized that the fire did not burn him at all. Like, his mm. hair was burning, but the fire did not burn his skin. And I don't believe any boiling water touched him mm. because boiling water would burn you. Yeah. Like, you could, you would totally have, like, blisters and things. Yeah. He did not have any of that. Mm. And I'm, we're pretty sure, from what we can tell, the only thing that actually burned him and, like, caused real damage was the fact that his head bumped the grates mm. that the pot was sitting on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's the, that's the two spots. Mm-hmm. His head just touched wow. that. And yeah. I believe it like bumped that, but then immediately lifted off. Yeah. <sighs> so were these like first degree burns, second degree burns? Like, was there a blister afterwards? There was no blistering. So it was just red. It was red. I would still call it second degree. Because, mm. like, it was definitely, it definitely burned the skin. Like, those mm. grates are, were hot. Mm-hmm. But it didn't touch him very long. It was, yeah. it was like a tap. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we feel, we feel really grateful for that. That's you awesome. Just, you just, no. <laughs> you just I, lit your hair on fire? I did something very similar, and it was the weirdest experience I've ever had of getting burnt. Did not hurt at all, but I burnt my thumbnail Ooh. on the electric Ooh. heating element of our oven's broiler. So the broiler's on the top, and it's just like this like fat tube or wire or whatever that gets really hot. Oh, and it was glowing red, and I nicked my thumb against it, and I heard it like, and and my thumb had like a spot on it on the thumbnail. It was yeah. right on the nail. And it had a spot on the show, nail show that, us, that was, like, melted. Whoa. And it was, like, brown and melted, and it was soft. And I just, like, went over to the sink because I knew, like, okay, burn, cold water helps. Yeah. Put it under the sink, and I didn't feel anything. I was like, what the world? And I just, like, looked at it, and then I just, like, rubbed it, and it came right off. And it was, wow. it was so weird. So you, like, just nicked it. Yeah, just very but it softly. smelled, like, very distinctly, like, burnt skin <clears throat> pretty badly. Wow. But it was right on the nail which was fortunate for me. Wow. It, it's so, 
Lane, you said that you're, uh, I'm glad Leo is okay. And when I heard it first, I was horrified. Yeah, I, I, I like, was worried that something was wrong. Yeah. But then when I found out that everything's okay, I thought it'd be a great story to, oh, tell, sure. to tell in the French press. We, we did like several hours afterwards. Actually, I think it was the next day. We, we did shave his head so that we could put okay. like B&W Sab <clears throat> on it and like treat it well. Um, but my wife noticed the next day that even his eyelashes were singed, like <laughs> curled back. Like that's how close to heat he was. So uh, yeah, we feel like, yeah, it could have been much, much worse. Yeah. The water, he could have fallen into the pot. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Water could have sloshed on him. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the flame, yeah. There's just a lot of things. That hot water on. burns are like, like, like flame burns are bad. Okay, direct flame. But, but hot water is almost as bad. If not as bad, yeah, yeah. You said you immediately, or you said you immediately thought he's going to be deformed. What like is he's, this he's as you're carrying him? As you're carrying him over to the tub, or like, like, can you like walk us through? It was as I was carrying him. As you were carrying, him, you were thinking he's going to have bad burn marks on his face. Yeah, like this is going to be scarring. Like this is going to be something that he's going to have to carry <clears throat> for life. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. How quickly did you realize then that no, he he's it's not nearly as bad as what it could have been or what I thought. Uh after we like washed it under like got his head under the water and like sort of dried off his hair and actually able to like calm down and like assess and like see like oh, so he's got <clears throat> a spot there, there and there. Mm. So bad. was he more freaked out by the the flames or your reaction? Or the pain also. Or the like pain. He, he, did, he did hit himself. So. Yeah. yeah, he did hit himself. And he also did have a little bump on the top of his head from hitting the pot. Yeah. Okay. Which I was surprised there's no there was no singeing from that. There was no burns from mm. that. So he really just like tapped the pot. Yeah. Um I think he was most traumatized just from all of the uproar mm -hmm. was like, he crying oh yeah okay yeah he definitely cried but within like 10 minutes he stopped okay yeah yeah it <sighs> seems like like <clears throat> reactions for kids i'm learning is just like a bigger deal than the actual event well in yeah yeah <clears throat> like uh our daughter threw up and it was totally fine, except for the fact that I was like, Ugh! and then she started crying. Uh, she like, Ugh! and you were like, Ugh! and then she was like, Ugh! yeah, exactly. Like she was totally fine otherwise, but uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, do we have any other stories to discuss on today's episode? I do have another story, but I'll save it for another time. Mm, save okay. it for another time. It's a it's a good one. Hey, as far as I know, we're gonna be recording next week again. Okay, I'm going to be gone for a few days in uh, Phoenix, Arizona with family over Christmas, but I will be back before next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Are you guys going to be around next Tuesday? Uh, we're going to be around, but but next he week doesn't want to record. Busy. Next week is pretty busy, so it kind of depends like what's going on. Well, we do have family around, and I'm not 100 percent sure what all the plans are. Okay, so um, but we have two family gatherings uh, on consecutive weekends. They're both Christmas gatherings, so it's going to be a yeah, it's going to be a busy week. We'll, we'll just have to play it by ear. I'll have to play it by ear. 
So if you want to be notified if we're having a podcast or not, make sure to subscribe to our email list. Yep. Friendspress sure podcast.com slash subscribe. We, we usually don't spend time to update a Facebook page. No. Nope. All right. Lane's got a good story for us next week or the week following. Anything else for today? Ruben, I have a question. Yeah. Do you have an Airtable automation set up oh. that sends an email if there's not a podcast so that you don't have to do any work? I don't. You should look into that. I don't. I don't think you'd even have to go through Airtable or anything. I think it could be like yeah. a shortcut, just like a, a button that would automate automatically send an email. Like you would like well, would say, just like, automatically do send this an email action. unless you tell it not to. Oh, oh, like that. And then, no, then, then, then you'd have to required. remember to cancel that whenever we record. No, no. They, then they get an email that says, "Hey, we're not recording this week." Oh, wait! Surprise! Here's an episode for you. Oh, boy. That's a good idea, Jeff. Just assume that we're not recording unless there's an episode that shows up. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. Save yourself the disappointment. No. Was there anything else that anyone wanted to say? What were you going to say, Jeff? No, I, I was just saying, uh, countering my earlier points about the emails, I even am subscribed to the French Press Podcast emails. and They started showing up in my spam. <laughs> yeah, for some reason they started showing up. No, <laughs> no, they started showing up in my. Did they really? Spam. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I had to like say like uh, report it like this is not someone spam. marked as don't mark as a spam. Yeah, don't just unsubscribe. Just if you unsubscribe. don't want to get them. Yeah. Anyways, I, but I I like even find it interesting just to see what title Ruben published as because I don't look at my podcast feed for the French Press, and so it's just kind of interesting to see what Ruben had to say, you know, about the episode itself. Yeah, because I am writing those. those. Those aren't, yeah, we're not. Those aren't, like, auto-generated? No. All right, Layton, what's the point? The point is, Ruben, pulling a Louisa is telling the end before the beginning so that there is no suspense. Point number two, we're going to be coming out with an infograph of how to tell a story and only charge you $10 for it, but it's going to be free to our patrons. Uh, point number three, Jeff is in the weeds. Point number four, Layton is a man who knows... How to smoke ribs. And no, I'm pretty sure that was not the point. Oh. Well, that's the point that I... Made. Oh, okay. That was the point you got. Yeah, here's the... I'm saying that's the point. <laughs> this is the point. Point number five, ribs is a fat man's meat. And point number six, reactions for kids are a big deal. And what's our word of the week? Oh. Word of the week is... Ribs. Ribs. <laughs>